You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Yeah, that's uh, that's something all teams talk about is that uh, they call it double dipping. You score right before the half, and then uh, if you deferred, then you get the ball right after half and you score again. That's the percentages on if you score both times and you actually double dip uh, of winning are extremely high. Uh, and so that actually happened to us last year at home when we played them for the second time. So uh, they're a great team. Uh, they capitalized on our mistakes and uh, played really well today. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. My dogs by nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Before we even have time to lament the loss in the Chesapeake, we have to turn around and host our counterparts from the banks of the mighty Ohio. And so to help us do this, I reached out to a certified jungle superfan. The Banglorian is a longtime supporter of Northern Kentucky professional football, but he only recently got into the bounding hunting game. He can be found at the Banglorian on Twitter. So good, sir. Welcome to Dogs by Nature Radio. Hey guys, I'm the Bangalorean. Uh, essentially, what I do and what I'm about is all Bengals all the time. I once was a just kind of regular season ticket holder, and one day woke up before this season and decided, you know what, I'm going to throw a costume on and scream my head off for this team. Uh, my inspiration for it, honestly, are fans like Bengals captain, uh, Bengals Jim, uh, Sean Moore, who's Who Day Baby, those guys who ultimately are the core of that Bengals uh, fandom. And we've got other ones now coming along, like the Bengals Knight. Uh, we got a Bengals Iron Man, Iron Bangle, and uh, there's the actual the Bangle, the Marvel superhero coming along. But uh, our goal right now is to build this core group of super fans who dress up and represent at the games when we can uh, or represent digitally and online and have this just presence that kind of overtakes the NFL. I appreciate that level of ambition. Your hustle somehow reminds me of a Clevelander. And best of luck in attempts to spread your brand of fanaticism. So tell me a little bit about your week one experience. How did you watch the game? And how did you end up with a cutout in the front row of the end zone? Uh, it wasn't the outcome we wanted, but who cares at this point because we're on to Cleveland. Uh, ultimately, though, I ended up going downtown. I, I put the costume on. I ran around downtown to all the bars, passing out koozies and decals and kind of introduced myself to the fans that maybe aren't online. So that was cool. I was taking pictures with everybody, and they were loving that. Uh, I made my way over to Bengal Jim's tailgate, which he put on uh, and, and did it to it socially distancing, respecting each other, uh, ensuring that safety was front and foremost while we all came together and just enjoyed Bengals football. Um, I mean, as far as the cardboard cutout goes, I, I don't know how I got front and center, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I paid the fee, picked where I wanted to donate to, um, and then a couple days go by and someone messages me and everybody's tagging me and they're telling me, oh, you're front and center, check it out, man, check it out. Uh, and uh, I ended up getting in there with Bengals captain and his wife, Jess, and uh, a bunch of the other fans uh, being front row. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic about that. And I thank the Bengals for doing that and uh, throwing those super fans up front, just letting the NFL know, hey, it's football time, baby, let's go. <laughs> it's a shame you couldn't have been there in person, but you definitely look good in the picture. We probably should get into some football talk. So, 
How did you feel about that first Joe Burrow start? A lot to like? Was he as good as you expected? How do you see him responding in the short week? During the game, it was tough to kind of gauge Joe Burrow's first start. Um, there were ups, there were downs. That first half, we were getting pounded. Our line didn't help us, but ultimately, I, I think Joe Burrow really shined. Um, he's a rookie. He, he made a couple rookie moves, a couple rookie mistakes. It is what it is. The man is a baller and a gamer and uh, is going to learn from those. Uh, I don't know if you saw at one point, I don't know if it was both I didn't see or Ingram who came through, but he got planted. He got planted on his back, and it was a tough sack to watch. And everyone was waiting for him to pop back up, and it was a millisecond that he popped back up on his feet, got the offense back together, and started playing ball again. Uh, and just to kind of to cap off uh, his gamesmanship during that, uh, that last and final drive where he drove down the field, and in my opinion, and this fan base's opinion right now, threw that game-winning touchdown to uh, A.J. Green, who did the Chad Ochocinco uh, toe point barely on the line, but in the end zone, touchdown, catch, and pass. Uh, it just really, really showed how much of a baller and how much of a gamer Joe Burrow is. And I, I think that is a microcosm of his game as a whole, that drive there, that final drive. And we are pumped to have him for years to come in this franchise. I pretty much saw what you saw. And I'll be honest, it's actually kind of hard to think about. I think we'll just try to talk about something else. Uh, so defense, tell me about the rookies on, on defense. I thought they played really, really, really well. Uh, and I don't know that anybody saw the question mark necessarily falling that hard to the right, being them playing well. Um, you had Bates, who, again, that's not a rookie. I think the question had a rookie, but he's not a rookie. Uh, but he was the top safety that week of week one. I mean, he was the third best overall defensive player of the week. Uh, Gaither, King Davis Gaither, he had a nice untouched uh just smack on uh, the quarterback there and uh, really kind of sent a message like, hey, I'm quick and I can get back there. Uh, Logan Wilson looked, uh, he looked solid. He, he had a, a mistack on special teams, but uh, we'll forgive him. We'll pat him on the back and say, get him next time. Uh, but uh, to throw away the negativity overall, I mean, this defense was great and, and uh, players added like DJ Reader were absolutely incredible and Von Bell to throw another name in there, but uh, take a look at the uh, Chargers scoring drive there where they drove down and uh, and they ended up scoring. Uh, and it's not to say that that defensive moment was bad, but you really can see like the impact like a player like DJ Reader has on the team when he was removed. Uh, normally Atkins is in there. We don't got to worry about that. But that's when they were able to maybe push us a little bit. But just to point out that the additions to this team are real deal, Holyfield. Wow. And a Snoop Dogg reference to boot. With your level of optimism right now, I'm kind of afraid to hear the answer to this last question. Uh, how good do you think this rivalry could become? What do you think is going to happen Thursday night? Can we get a final score out of you? I want to see the rivalry between Cleveland and Cincy explode at some point. I think Cleveland has a lot of talent. Um, I respect the direction they're trying to go. They're struggling with some things. It is what it is. Cincy, I think we're heading in the right direction. Uh, I think we're heading there a little faster than Cleveland, but ultimately, I would love to see the battle for Ohio actually mean something. I just, I think that's cool. 
We're a state that has two NFL franchises. Uh, and if both of them can get in gear, like the Bengals are trying to get in gear, and I think they are going to uh, throw it in gear and, and fly down the line, uh, and we can get the battle for Ohio back on the map, that'll be cool. I mean, think about primetime games. We'll get thrown into these primetime slots with uh, people, the announcers going, battle for Ohio, ready to go. Who's going to take it? I don't know. Maybe it'll be a trophy or something crazy or, or something, or it'll just be for honor. But whatever. Who cares? I would love to see the battle for Ohio become an absolute stalwart rivalry that people talk about forever and ever in NFL history. Well, I, for one, despise Sam Weish and everything he stands for, so I'm all for that rivalry. Just like I said in my, my sum up there, I, I really, truly believe we are an underdog this year and a team that people kind of look at and go, yeah, okay, they got the number one pick. On to the next page. But what they don't truly understand is we're here to play ball. We're here to start winning. We drafted a baller. He's surrounded by players like Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, Auden Tate, John Ross. Our defense studs. The NFL needs to wake up. They need to understand that the Bengals, the Hooday Nation, is not the team to sleep on. So I'll leave you guys with that, and I'll say Hooday, and goodbye. And I look forward to riding down to Cleveland and watching this team beat up on the Browns. Hooday, baby. Who they think going to beat them Bengals? Nobody. Bro. You stole that slogan from the Saints, and you stole your colors from the Browns. And for that, the universe gave you Joe Burrow. Does anything even make sense? You didn't even give me a prediction. Well, Mr. Banglorian, at the Banglorian on Twitter, I'm a man of my words. Take the floor for your final thoughts. Burrow played great. Our defense looks absolutely stellar. They're going to give everybody in the league trouble. Uh, The offense as a whole struggled a little bit, but you're playing against arguably the league's best cornerback duo, as well as a rushing tandem that's going to give even the grounded, settled teams trouble this year. And I think we, we did what we could against them week one with a rookie quarterback, a brand new kind of offense, and uh, no preparation with no preseason. The defense, as I said, looked amazing. They're going to give everybody trouble this year. Uh, key players, A.J. Green's back. A.J. Green is back, NFL, and you better believe it. Joe Mixon got paid. He's going out there. He is going to prove his supporters right. You better watch out, NFL, because here we come. The Bengals are growling. They're mean. They're hungry. They're lean. And we are coming for you. We're ready to play ball. Hootay! That was perhaps the most despicable piece of audio I've heard since I've started making this show. I mean, it's the Lord's work. It really is. However, I do thank the Banglorian for doing his part to stoke the flames of this rivalry. And with that, we'll put this one in the books. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to make Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I'm your host, Thelonious7, Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.